Feel like time missing in the thoughts fueling my vision. Feel like time slipping. What am I missing? Feel like I'm tripping. Am I there? In the thoughts got my mind Hey, what's going on, guys? Another episode of John and Joe Words of Wisdom. Wisdom is going to be dropped today. Yes, 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 yes. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about the first couple games of the NBA. And the state of the NBA for for certain teams, not every team, because not all of them needs to be mentioned. It has been a while since we've been talking sports, you know. Exactly, we need to give sports some shine. It's time to get back into it. And on that, John, I want you to start because you are very passionate about certain topics that we're gonna talk about today, and I want you to express all that passion firsthand. I want to talk about Lonzo Ball. Well, everyone else is talking about him. I want to talk that Laker over there, Lonzo Ball. I also want to talk about Levar Ball too. Levar, that 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 big mouthpiece over there. I guess you, you know. You can't blame could, him though. He's doing great for his kids. In the, you know. He is. He is. But have you, you know, watched his not, YouTube shows? I have not. I have not. Yeah. I ain't even watched the show that they got. I think they have a television show. I so, think it's probably the same thing. I'm just watching on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's possible. It's possible. But you know, early in his career, first four games of his career, Lonzo Ball is looking. I want to say. Great in aspects and okay in other aspects. Let's start with, I guess, the first four games. Let's let's, let's kind of yeah, break I mean, it down. Yeah, we can say yeah right now today, first four games. Yeah, we're we're just, I guess, at maximum for teams like maybe five games in the season. Yeah. So this is going. This is early, but for his current stat line, he's averaging. 12 points, 9 assists, 9 rebounds. Which is not bad considering this guy's jump shot looks like he's... I mean, he just learned that from his grandfather. I mean, I don't know. It, I mean, it's like one of those 2K jump shots that you have to deal with. If it goes he, in, you know? But let's 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 go I dive a little bit more deeper into these stats. Yeah, go a little bit more. You can say his point total is a little bit overblown here because he's averaging 12 points. But, if you want to go, let's go four games, all four games. First game against the Clippers when he went up against Patrick Beverly, that was just three points. Then you go to the next game, 29. And if you go to the next game against the Pelicans, that's eight points. And then we go to the Wizards, which was last night for us, that was six points. It's basically saying the team that he scored well against are not really defensive Mindset. No, not even. More so that you can you can probably make an argument that his point total may be a little bit overbloated because of that one twenty nine. Because he had that twenty nine point game. Yeah, you but can say you know scoring twenty nine from from six to twenty nine. That's a big you know. Yeah, but every other game you know is kind of on the low side, and that's when he played against. Like not to say Eric Bledsoe is a bad defender or anything, but just different, I guess, styles of defense. So. On the the scoring side, I, he can drive the ball and he can certainly shoot when he gets his open shot. I he guess he can pass the ball. Oh yeah, that's. But you're on scoring right now. Yeah, we'll get to every other facet of the game, but on the scoring part, I, I if we go down his career, I honestly think he'll be like a fifteen somewhere between fifteen eighteen points per game kind of guy. I think 18 is a little too high. I can stay with 15. 15 to 16. 15, if you want to go like prediction for his whole season, and at the end of it, I'll say 15 rebounds. I'll say 9 and assist. No, actually for rebounds, I'll give him an 8. And for assist, I'll give him a 9. He's just that the way he played in college, he's just like a walking triple-double in a way. Like he can always give triple-doubles. I'm not saying going to be high triple-doubles. As long as you get your 10, 10, 10. When you're saying Westbrook, Westbrook numbers. Yeah, we're not saying Westbrook like 30 points, 14 rebounds, and 12 assists on a, on a night of shooting 56% from the field, you know? But Lonzo can't, I mean, every game he has played, his all his numbers have been high. I'm not saying he's LeBron. He can just easily get them. Mm-hmm. But and with then, the Lakers team, people are just, they're just open. Nobody cares. <laughs> And then, not to get into the LeVar side of things yet, but he's painting a target on his back. So, you know, That's when he goes... Right there. He's building the BBB brand. That is true, but I kind of feel like it's not really fair to Lonzo. It's not. It's not. Because now you have 
players locking in on him, saying, you know, in John Wall's situation, saying he's going to terrorize him. Which he did not. He says, I'm going to torture him for 48 minutes. Yeah, he played he played good defense on him, but John Wall didn't have a good game Actually, himself. if you watch the game itself, he really didn't. It was mostly Bradley Beal. Bradley yeah. Beal was guarding Lonzo and the same way around. Wall, Wall against Lonzo, I guess you can say, only happened twice. In the grand scheme of it, maybe five times. Because I actually watched some of the highlights. They weren't really next to each other. Every time Lonzo scored or John Wall scored, they were not guarding each other. Got you. Or when Lonzo does assist, Wall was on another defender. I mean, another player. Well, most of the time, it also seems like Lonzo is not really in himself. He's about the team. So, I mean, even after he the game. He is team first. He does say that. Even in his interviews, his pre uh, NBA first game or his draft is all about his teammates, his teammates, his teammates. That's all he really cares about. He's like, I'm not the type of guy to have a Twitter battle with you. I'm just the type of guy who cares about his teammates and progressing the teammates again to the highest level they can possibly um, achieve. Yeah, and then the Lakers, so far in their two wins, they seem to function very well when Lonzo is just making sure everybody else gets their shot. But they also score pretty, in the, the game before the Wizards, they actually scored pretty well when Lonzo was on the bench. Because they kept them, they when they did that comeback, they kept them off the bench, and they scored pretty well. It's it's still early, you know. It's like a plus and minus thing. It's yeah. the scales tipping left like, and right. You know, for me, I would say in the scoring aspect, that's where he's not doing so well at because he's also got terrible shooting numbers right now. But yeah, like what going, one? What was his asking? Was it one in a, one for eleven? Uh, um, maybe, maybe. I know he was like one for six from three. Might have might have been like two four eleven. I'm telling you, it, it is that jump shot that makes it harder for him to have a better percentage, in my it, opinion. It's, I agree with you, but I can also say that maybe he had saw that one, Not even if you saw the game against the the, um, the, Suns? the Suns when he dropped twenty nine, it was more so he got his he got open. He, when he's able to get open and get his shot off, he it goes in. But he was also more aggressive. He took the score first approach. He did. He didn't really pass the ball. That's just why he had 29 points. Yeah, but that jump shot, you know, is, is a work in progress. But for now, what I can definitely say is that if he gets it off, when he if he gets open and is able to get it off... He'll be a monster. Up, yeah, he, he it drains. But when somebody, you know, like a Patrick Beverly caliber defender or John Wall defender is on him, it's kind of harder for him to get his shot off. But like He's I said, more, John Wall wasn't really guarding him. Yeah, but yeah. maybe he was at some times... It can also be, I mean, you and I also have played basketball. Have we? And no, we have not. I think you play basketball more than I do. <laughs> but either way, when you're playing basketball, you, it's also that mindset. You can have the skills to shoot the ball, but if your mind's not there, if you're not having the confidence to shoot that shot, you're not really going to have a higher percentage of making it, which I can feel Lonzo, especially with John Wall saying it. I'm sure he's like, oh, man, doesn't really phase me. But in the, in the backs of his mind... Kind of bother him a little bit, especially with, you know. I know his dad is, he loves his dad no matter what, but I think a little bit it bothers him that he has his target on his back. It's just unfair, like you previously stated. It is unfair, but maybe for him it just doesn't matter because he's probably had to deal with that his entire life. I mean, we're just coming to know Lavar, so I mean, Lavar is an overnight celebrity as far as I'm concerned. Right but it's now. different when you're dealing with that in high school and college. And then you when you're getting in the spotlight of mm-hmm. now he's like he is a celebrity now. Yep. He has his own TV show. He's followed all over. Anything he does is gonna be followed. Like, like does anybody know who Dennis Smith is? No. That is he's true. a rookie in the NBA. That's true. They only know Ben Simmons, partially Fultz, uh, Fultz, uh Jason Tatum, and Lonzo. What everybody else? And Lonzo is being portrayed as. Like, he's been in the league for so long that it's just on, like, following him everywhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you got his father kind of trying to write checks that he may not be able to cash. And, I mean, right now... What you mean? What he did? Just, like, the stuff he says. Like, oh, okay. You know, okay. like, the reason why everybody's targeting Lonzo is I thought he was really trying to cash a check and he was going to bounce. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Everything that um, LeVar says is the reason why everybody targets Lonzo. Well, everybody's like, oh, like, you know, him saying things like he's better than Steph. You know, he'll be the best point guard. He's better. He'll be better than Magic. Stuff like that. One thing he did say that was a prediction that happened. Lonzo won't lose back-to-back games. 
They hey. lost that game, hey. and they won against the Wizards. Hey. The Wizards. Yeah. They gave the Wizards their first loss of the season. A dead clock is right twice a day. That's, you know, that's what I say about that one. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. But in, gar- in regards to Navarre, let's transition into Navarre. The way he puts more pressure on his son is probably good for Lonzo in the way of maybe it'll force him to get better earlier. But at the same time, now he puts this bigger target on Lonzo's back because his father is pretty much trashing every other player. So every other player is like, you know what? We're going to make your son suffer. We're going to make sure, you know, he plays this game. Like when right out the gate, he played against Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly was on him like white on rice. Just yeah. Patrick making had sure, him like he, he unlock. As soon as the game started, I believe he came with that hard foul just to he, set just that to tone. Just said, "Hey, yeah. welcome to the NBA." Yeah, but the thing about it is, all, and verbal well, abuse. That too. It's you after every game. You see every NBA player that's went up against him so far always come on and say, "Oh, Lonzo's is a really nice kid." You know, it's his father. Yeah, pretty much it's his father. Everybody so, says that. Yeah, everybody, like, they have respect for Lonzo, and they'll say how, you know, while they were playing against him, he's a really cool dude and all that, but then it's like, we're basically just going after him because of his father. So, like, I'm at the point where I think LeVar needs to just shut up. Like, just let his son do his thing. But, you know, I'm not his I'm not LeVar, and I am not Lonzo's father, so. But there's also media giving him attention. They love this, um, uh, that's a word I'm not really remembering right now, but... Oh, controversy. That's what I'm trying to say. They just love that controversy of LeVar. And he's been on every, like, after every win, even sometime. I think he was on after the, their second loss, just on ESPN, talking to him. But it's funny, because he's you know? just their dad. What is he? He's just their father. Like, if you were to ask him, what's your job title? I'm a dad, and I'm a TV personality. Big baller brand. Big baller brand. What? I might buy me a pair of kicks. I'm just, just letting you know. See, I... The new kicks that came out, the the second editions, they actually look pretty good. But I'm not paying some cr- those crazy prices. I'd rather well, buy some Kyrie's or some LeBron's. I'm gonna do it. But I I would buy some BBB you know why you're not brand be- over Durant sneakers. Just saying that. You know why you're not getting it? Cause as Levar says, you ain't a big baller. I'm a big baller. Oh, you a big baller? I'm a big baller. So I'm gonna join a big baller brand. <laughs> if we get. A hundred likes on this audio. John got to buy some BBB shoes and post it on every social media he has. That's that's what's going to happen. Because you're a big baller, right? I'm a big baller. <laughs> Enough on LeVar. Let's talk about the Cavs. Let's talk about the losses to the Magic and to the Nets. Uh, if, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you remember... A previous podcast we recorded, somebody was overblowing the Golden State Warriors' first loss. So now I want to overblow the Cavs' two losses. Two losses. Okay, but they won three? To, to the Nets and the Magic, to the Brooklyn Nets without Jeremy Lin. And wait, D'Angelo Russell didn't play either? Who's on the Nets? Hold oh, on this a some guy named Kilpatrick, I think, or something like that. Mm-hmm. At least when the Warriors lost, they lost to the Rockets. I mean, the Rockets are the good. Difference, the difference... Wait, they got the same record, first and foremost. They do have the same record, but, I mean, the Warriors have lost to teams that, you know... They lost to the Memphis Grizzlies, whose defense is elite. Then they lost to the Rockets, whose three-point the, the, defense The Grizzlies are not the same team as previous years. Conley's gone. You're right. You know, uh, Jack Randolph is gone. Conley's still there. I could have... Oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. Right. I'm thinking... Still I'm there. thinking Zach um, Randolph's there. You know, Marcus Gasol's still there. I'm thinking about somebody else. Sorry. Wait, Zach Randolph is not there. Zach Randolph is not there anymore. That's what I said. Okay. Yes. Going back to this Cavs and Warriors. First and foremost, the Warriors has the same exact starting five. And they have a little uh, new additions in their role, in their role players. The Cavs does not have the same starting five. Who's their starting lineup? Rose Wade, LeBron Crowder, and Kevin Love. Who's from last year on the scene? It's only LeBron and Love. So, there's a lot of chemistry they have to play against uh, uh, Learn. The lineup keeps changing every other game. Recently, right now, Wade is not longer starting. JR is now starting. Wade is on the bench. So, you can't come out and say, oh, why are they losing to the Nets? Why are they losing to the Nets? I am going to say that. 
first of all, the Magic's been doing pretty well this this uh this season. And like you said, a dead clock is right twice of the week, right? I mean, twice of the day. But this is this ain't a dead clock. We talking no, no, about, no, 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 no. We no, talking no. about the Nets without Jeremy Lin. But like you also said before, they're an NBA team. The, they're but an but NBA team. They have the capacity of beating anybody of any team. They have, just like they the are, Lakers beat the Warriors last year. You're right. You're right. But just like consistently, they're the worst team in the bunch. You know, you were just the saying, Lakers was also the worst saying, team in the bunch last year, saying, and they beat the Warriors, and you, you was complaining about that. Yeah, I was, but you was just saying, you know, all this time ago about how you know you have a problem because they lost to the Rockets, a good team, you know, because they, they should have lost. It's after the same one after hold one, on, one on. game. It's the same game. lineup that won the championship, the same starting five, and you tell me but you they lose have to the Rockets. That's trying to fill out roles. But they, they have almost have the Those same new bench. It's almost the same. That's new play. I mean, Nick Young scoring twenty. Nobody else got shot off the bench. Like that's not my. Andre Iguodala wasn't playing either. Like oh my, but he's you know, not I'm starting just, five. What you saying? He's, like you know, they got they got my guy Dwayne Wade who's having an MVP season so far. Yeah, but, he's averaging like two know, points. Exactly. That's that's just for now. It's just for now. Don't worry. He's gonna come out the gate swinging because, like I said, he need to come off the bench. Come off the bench. But you know, Brooklyn Nets. And you know a lot. And LeBron had a triple double on top of that. And Dwayne Wade finally had double digit points in that game. And then you got the Magic. Come on, they lost by twenty points, like to the Magic. Like, come on, come on, that's not supposed to happen. Wait, I don't think Dwayne Wade scored double digit points against the Nets. I could have yeah. scored the game before that. Yeah, eleven points. Eleven points. That's, 11 that's points. a game where Jeff Green has sixteen against the Nets. If Dwayne Wade had eleven, because I think you have your games wrong. I think I got my games right. I because think I got my games right, the man. The game when Dwayne Wade scored 11, Jeff Green scored 16, Kevin Love had a double-double and had 20 with 10 rebounds. You sure it's not a different game? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. And Jay only had three against the Nets. Either way, it doesn't matter about points right now. They are testing their lineup. Look, they had LeBron play the point guard because D. Rose is injured. And he had a triple-double. He had a triple-double. And they still lost. LeBron averaged a triple-double against the Warriors, and, and they, they still, still lost. lost. Which means when LeBron gets triple-double, triple, It doesn't matter if you have a triple-double. You, you fixed Russell, the conundrum. Russell, you Russell, just, you just fixed the average. problem. Oh you just fixed the problem. If LeBron gets the triple-double, it's going to lose. You fixed the problem. It's going to lose? Like he's gonna yeah, lose. it's the team. They're going to lose. If LeBron gets a triple-double, they're going to lose. You just, you're only saying this because Gosh. what I said in the, in the first NBA Gosh. video about the Warriors. I'm saying it because it's have some hate, the Cavs suck. Like, come on. The Cavs are going to make it to the finals this year. Yes, and lose again. No, they're not. Yes, they are. By the time you get there, Derrick Rose is going to bust both his knees. Dwayne Wade probably going to be like, I need to retire. You know? You can't have an MVP for too long. This is the most stacked team LeBron has ever been. That is true. You telling me they're not gonna have a chance to beat the Warriors? Nope. Well, we'll see. He's also the oldest team he's ever had too. Uh, what? Those are youngest. I could have swore that was the youngest. No, no. The team? oldest team was when again was when uh, the Miami Heat Heatlets. You're right. You're Everybody right. was filled with veterans. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh. Just like right now, you got veterans. What veteran? What was real the veteran? Who's the youngest player on that team? It was K. Felder, but he's gone now. Um, it would have to be Holland. Not the Holland person, from Spider-Man. I, I would believe is the person they just got from Boston. That that center. I can't remember his name. But right Holland's now. also a rookie as well. Well, there you go. Those two rookies. After that, the people who it's actually open. actually play and get time, those old people, they can't run with the Warriors. <sighs> you have like Derrick Rose is 40. He's like 27. Yeah, he's 27, but he got 40-year-old knees. That's not my fault. He, he can't, not, he can't land his knees correctly. It's not your fault. It's his fault. Nobody told him to be bursting to the rim so hard. What we're going to do is trash our way to the finals. Get to the finals will be even more trash. Just and LeBron going to be 3 and yeah. 9. So Le- LeBron could leave trash at Cleveland just to go to another trash team to be even more trashier. That's all I'm hearing right now. No, you, you guys don't really give LeBron On the bright side. On the bright side. LeBron, there's a bright side. Yeah, there's a bright side to this. LeBron has been in a Cavaliers uniform for 772 games. Yeah, he just beat um Igauskas, right? Does he say his name? I don't even know. Zdrunas Igauskas. Yes. That was that was a guy. That's that's a Miami Heat legend right there. He would have passed him a long time ago if he never if he never left uh, the Heat, Miami Heat. Well, at least he brought Cleveland more titles than you know Zdrunas Igauskas did. <laughs> that's not his fault. Come on. He, you know what's funny? He was actually. He moved to uh, the Heat 
in the first year. Did you know that? Who? Uh, Igauskas. In the very first year. The very first year. They didn't know that. Miami yes. Heat facts, hashtag. Any other hate, I mean, comments you have on the, the Cavs? Maybe next year. <laughs> what? Maybe, maybe so next you're year. telling me, what if, what if by midseason, we lost our game, all cylinders are just fiery? What are they? They're 3-2? and two? Yes. They could finish this season 80-2, and two, and I'll say they still lose to the Warriors. Wow. I mean, the Warriors lost to the Cavs, and it was 73-9. You're right. You're right. They did. But mess. <clears throat> I mean, it's not my fault the refs helped them out. It's not it's my not fault my, the Warriors blew a 3-1 lead. It's not my fault that, you know, all of a sudden. Oh, wait, because now Draymond the refs helped them out? Now the refs helped them out? That. You they know what? Hold on. They suspended Draymond. I'm going to I'm going to save what you just said about the ref helping teams. It's not the first time I said it. I hope you know that happens I for said, other teams too. I said the NBA like the Lakers and the Jazz. Draymond because they wanted LeBron to win the title. I've said that many times. And they wanted KD to go to the Warriors. KD so wanted to go to the Warriors because he knew that we abandoned three one brothers and we just gotta find a way to get out this. You saw what happened last year when they went three one. It was like nah, we ain't have having this again. Four one. This year four zero. That's just cheating. Like, think it's... You, exactly. Somebody also on the same team. You can't team. even say nothing. Just Because it frustrates on. me. Just move on. Just move on. Yeah, no, yeah, just yeah. Admit, I'm frustrated. Just admit the Cavs are going to lose and we move on. No, I'm not going to admit that. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Freaking asinine comments. Freaking Warriors. Don't worry. Miami will make the finals. Yeah, Miami will make the finals. You know, get, get out of this damn podcast, man. You know what? The Bucks is going to be in the finals. The Bucks are going to be in the playoffs, the not Bucks the finals. The Bucks are going to be in the finals. And why do you think that? Because of Giannis, however you say his last name, Kumpo. Uh, Ante, no, wait, it's however you say his last name, Kumpo. Say it with me. However you say his last name, Kumpo. How do you say his last name, Kumpo? <laughs> I was really going to try. Ante Kumpo. Ante Kumpo. Ante Kumpo. Ante I think we're close. I think we're close. We're not that bad. We're not. We ain't butcher it, you know? I mean, <laughs> some people butcher it really bad when he first came into the league. You know? I think he even gave him a whole other name because it was so good. Hard to That's say why his they name. started calling him the Greek freak. It's like we ain't even gonna say his name no more. He's the Greek freak. He's actually he's having a monster first couple of games right now. He's really going out for he the is. MVP season. Yes, I, I believe early season projection. He's a good MVP candidate right now. Uh, mm. yeah, he's definitely yeah. top I'm five. I'm not gonna like lock on to that because we only five games in. Let's just say today, so today for today he'll be. If the season the ended five. today, he would be MVP, which is crazy. <laughs> And Ben Simmons will be Rookie of the Year, which is going to happen at the end of the season anyway. I hope so. But that, we're talking about Giannis. Ben Simmons for later. He has some crazy numbers. Giannis. What's he I, averaging? Averaging about 30, 36, 37 points. Isn't that game. crazy? 36, 30, like, if anything, he should be leading the whole NBA in scoring right now. He should be. But I'm not sure of that. But I think he should. I don't think anybody else has crazy numbers. But, you know, we can... You can find out. Of course, we can, can find, find out. out. But he the got, only other person who could possibly take over him is uh. Got to be like a Westbrook, Westbrook KD, or KD, Steph, maybe James Harden, but I'm not sure. Especially now, since uh, Chris Paul, if you guys do not know, Chris Paul is actually injured. He's gonna be out, I think, six to eight weeks, depending on the severity he's injured and his rehab recovery. He's got that bruised knee going on. Yeah, it's going on all around the league. It took him bruising his knee to beat the Warriors. You see that? You see that? He barely scored any points in that game. It was all James Harden and the rest of the team. That is true. The Rockets. James Harden and the Rockets. Hashtag. You're going to have a lot of hashtags. <laughs> You're going to have a lot of hashtags. With all these episodes that we've been recording lately, there's going to be a lot of hashtags coming. I feel it. I feel it. Giannis is actually instantly leading the league. And surprising enough, the second is person it, is not um, Westbrook. It's Cousins. Boogie Cousins. Is it by a wide margin? Um, about seven points. If you want to okay. round things off. If you want to round it, Giannis is 37 points per game and Cousins is 31. Gotcha. So it was about six, actually. So and I'm, Steph Curry's right behind and so is LeBron. In his four games, we got first against Boston, 37, 13, and three. Monster. Then we had against Cleveland. That was a loss. That was a loss. 34-8-8. Eight, eight. LeBron had to show him who's the real king. Who's the real 
MVP. Look, he could have been like he's King James, but he was like I'm the Greek freak. All right, that's thirty. That's thirty four points against LeBron as far as I'm concerned. What LeBron don't play no defense exactly. You know what's crazy too? His uh, field goal percentage. It's pretty high. It's .659. That's yeah, that's 65%. About 65%, yeah. That's pretty high because considering everybody on top of him is just centers, you know, we all know they shoot pretty well because they round at the rim. That man is 6'10". And that man moves, is a point guard. He moves like... He's a point guard playing power forward position. He don't even play the power forward. He played as small But he's forward. listed as power forward. He plays a small forward. You know... I, I don't could, know. Sometimes they because Jabari, I don't know. Jabari Parker is not playing right now. No, he is he's, playing. Oh, he is. He's back he, from injury. He's back. Because hmm. usually Jabari starts at the four and Giannis starts at the three. But Giannis is just like taking oh, wait, the game actually, to the next level. I have to uh, take that back. He's not playing, Parker. I thought he was. For some reason, I could have swore he was clear to play and he was playing. Hmm. Well, I don't follow the Bucks that much. I just follow Giannis. <laughs> You're right. We're gonna be following the Bucks this soon, but but I already knew that. I knew since two seasons ago when Giannis first came to the league that he and that team is someone to watch. If I remember correctly, I believe last year was the year when he led the team in every statistical category. Yes, there is. Last year so, was when he like had that breakout season. I think it was after the All Star game when they actually experimented with him being a point guard. guard. That is when it was like, whoa. If you're just going from the numbers from the All-Star game to the end of the season, he was actually beating a lot of people at the same time on top of his team. Just like, at, you know, from All-Star game to the end of the season, Miami has a better record. But we're not going to talk about Miami right now. We're going to continue about Giannis. Yeah, you could try to recreate um, that magic. But. Um, yeah, so yeah, Giannis. Giannis, MVP candidate. Um, he's definitely taking his game to another level. He seems moving into that superstar territory. You know, I think... Downer, I don't think he's a finals can you know team yet. Too early I mean, for that. Yeah, it's way too early. Maybe down the line. I mean, he still has more. a whole. He still has a whole ceiling to hit. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. which is what his third. And you gotta think year? he's still, he's still developing his shot. Yeah. So all this is basically on layups. You know, just around the rim. Post stuff. ups. Yeah, and then mid range <laughs> jump shots, but. Floaters. He's not really, you know, a three-point threat yet. So, if he plays against the right team, like last year in the final, not in the finals, in the, in the playoffs, when, I forgot what team they were playing against. It was probably the Cavs. The Maybe. Bucks never, I don't think they played No, the it was Cavs. the Raptors. It was not, yeah. It was the Raptors. They they just made sure they didn't let him get anywhere towards the paint. They made sure. That's how he they won. To, just yeah. got to worry about him, and that's it. Yeah, it just make sure he can get since he's not really a three-point shooter, he doesn't have that ability yet. It was kind of like, we're going to make sure he shoots threes. We're going to do our best to make sure he has no mid-range, he has no post, nothing <laughs> down in the paint. It's like they basically play a 2-3 zone. Yeah. Or the 3-2 zone. They, Either or, it doesn't really matter. No, 3-2 zone. Yeah. They basically just made him, you know. Shoot, my man. Shoot. Yeah, basically. You're going to beat us by shooting, which yeah. you can't do. And you're not gonna, and if you're gonna try to pass us to go into the paint, we're not. We're gonna just crowd you. That's what we used to call the LeBron tactic. Why LeBron could shoot free throws? No, I'm saying you know back then. Oh, LeBron back then because LeBron couldn't shooter. shoot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now LeBron can actually shoot three pointers. He ain't great, he's but he's a pretty good shooter. When he's hitting it, he's hitting it. When he's missing, he's missing. But LeBron doesn't shoot that many threes. He kind of like takes calculated shots. Because if you notice, his three pointers like what maybe. Every, he takes five tries. LeBron mm-hmm. takes those break your heart threes. Those threes that you shouldn't make, but they go in. Like That confidence, I'm telling you. He just he just bounces the ball. You think he's going to pass or you think he's going to go into yeah, the, well, it's the like lane? He, he just shoots. Line, and he's standing there for a minute. You think, oh, LeBron's about to drive. And then he just shoots his three-pointer. And you're like, it's not going to go. And it just swish. Nothing but net. You're like, what? Especially that, that one against the Warriors. I mean, the Wizards. That, oh. that one was... I actually watched that one live. That was tremendous. Kyle Corver hit the three to get them close. They were still ahead by three. But then LeBron traveled, missed the layup. Shot. Kevin Love gets the ball back because they fouled the other, other guy. Throws LeBron and just shoots that crazy backboard three. LeBron couldn't shoot threes. I mean, he learned it from Ray Allen. He learned it from Ray Allen. <laughs> He's like, this is how you make game winning shots or overtime shots. 
Ray Allen was like, give me the ball, shot it from the corner, got LeBron championship. Um, look, I remember We're not correctly. talking about this right now. We're talking about Giannis. Why are you trying to talk about LeBron? Moving on from that. Being so rude. You brought up Brent Ben Simmons earlier. I did brought up Ben Simmons earlier. Because that man, to me, is going to be the rookie rookie uh, of the year. That man I love some, his numbers. That man needs some milk. What do you mean, some milk? What, that muscles? Man, that man needs some milk. Why do you say that? I have no reason. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Ben Simmons doing phenomenal. He's averaging 16.4 points, 10 rebounds, and 7.4 assists. If you think about it like this, he's and doing half of what Giannis is doing. But not to say it's a bad thing. Try to say it in the best way possible. He's having great. Those are great numbers. But rookie year wise, those are great numbers. Oh, oh yeah, for good. You know, but coming out this the is first rookie. year. Yeah, come on. The, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying coming out as rookie. You know, you look at him like he doesn't have a jump shot yet. He has, a, has a, at least a good-looking oh, jump say, shot better than Alonzo. Yeah, I would say he doesn't have a dependable jump shot yet. He's still Once he figures that out, yeah. it's over for the rest oh, of the league. Oh, yeah. He gets to the paint. He's he passes. Oh, yeah. He has great IQ. LeBron he James. can get the rebound. He, he fits He's LeBron, LeBron James. James. He's fits LeBron. LeBron James. Ball. He can play the one to the four. This, this guy was, you know, when he came out of college, we were talking about LeBron James. He was being compared to LeBron James. I can definitely agree. Don't you just talk about Ben Simmons and a little bit about the 76ers. Do you think that they're, they're cursed? Because for some reason, every time they get a draft pick, that person is always injured that year and they play the next year. Fultz is injured. Uh, he'll be back in four games because they said he would be held out. For yeah, but games. have you seen his jump shot lately? He can't shoot a free throw. and because No, but it's also his jump shot as well. I think it's an underlying... Uh, Thought they said about it his was a sh- shoulder, but they said it was a shoulder injury, so they drained they drained fluid out of his shoulder before they decided to hold him out. So how are you drain? F- this kid is only what twenty one. You already having problems draining fluid out of your shoulder. He supposedly he was injured coming into the season. Yeah, we know that. And supposedly he was dealing with knee and shoulder problems. So it's kind of hard to gauge, especially if the shoulder problem was that bad that you know it got to the point where it looked like he was barely shooting a free throw. I think yeah. Well, he just threw the ball. He just throwing the ball up. But early season, early season prediction. I caught him a bust. Oh, whoa! Too early for a bust. You know, I I gotta be the crazy one. A I bust? gotta be the outlandish one. I you're, think he's a bust. As a you saying he's a draft bust, as in like it was wasted pick, or you just saying it's he, not a good. A good he was season? not a he, number one. He he could have been a first rounder, but not number one, in my opinion. He could, they could have got anybody else that was probably better than what he's doing right now. Like I said, it is too early. I mean, I didn't say it, but it is early. But as I'm going right now and just, you know, why would they try to change his shooting? I know he was trying to work on it, but why would you try to change your shooting uh, motion? Again, it's not really fair to say he's changing it when he's playing with an injury. No, but he has actively said, I need to change my jump shot because in college... If you notice his free throws, he kind of like bucks his knees in close to each other, which adds stress to his knees of, and his shoulders. It's kind of a Lonzo ball situation, though. Yeah, but Lonzo ain't struggling with no injury. Well, Lonzo, well, with the jump shot situation. Well, yeah, with the jump shot. But. And at the same time, if he had, if you if you want to say he had a problem with his jump shot, first season is not the time to go into it. I would say second season is the time to go into it. Only because... You should play with what you're comfortable with, and then worry about worry about tinker tinkering what you you know want to make better. Markel, he's a good driver. He wasn't the best jump shooter, but he made jump shots. Okay, but if he's but, just driving, the first game he played, he looked like he was playing a pickup game. Again, that's his mind. Why can't you just drive? All these pass the ball. Again, he's a point guard. Dealing with a knee and shoulder injury. That, that that can change so much. That can change so much, but why pick him then? Why get him? That didn't happen until after preseason, no, after summer league. Because in summer league, he injured his ankle. During training camp, he injured. That's when his knee injury started developing. And then right before the season started, he hurt his shoulder. Well, big, I'm going to clap it up for the Celtics for trade number one and still getting their man. 
and getting more with the number three pick. Yeah. They didn't care about folks. Like they took Jason Tatum. Which who they wanted but from they the beginning. A, they didn't need a point guard. They didn't need Mar- even if Mar- for Mark out. They I know, but they didn't need to waste the number one. They got some assets back by giving back the coveted number one pick. You you see what I mean? Yeah. Like their guy was gonna be their guy. They knew the second was Lonzo and they knew first was Fultz. They knew they needed a point guard, which is dumb because they had a point guard in Ben Simmons. Why need another one? Not really. Because <laughs> if what? you look at it this way, Markel wasn't brought in to play the point guard. Markel was brought in two? to be a scoring a scoring guard. So, so what, the two guard? He was he's more for the two guard. He can play the point. He played point in college. But he's not Brought in, if we know Ben Simmons is the future, but he's not being brought in to play point, like take points. Don't forget the process. Oh, Don't forget the process. I think Ben Simmons is gonna be a bigger star than Joel Embiid. That's a discussion for a later day, but we'll see. Okay. Um, in this case, for Markel, he was he was more brought in for his ability to get to the rim and his ability to shoot the ball. He's not a great shooter, as I said, but he was a decent shooter. He can make make threes. He was a good mid-range threat, and he could drive to the ball. He wasn't brought in to say, you know, be the pass the passer, the distributor of the team. That's what um, Ben Simmons is. Okay. So if we trend, if we want to say like the lineup they use now is, I believe Jarrett Bayless, yeah, Bayless. JJ Redick, um, Covington. Then you have Ben Simmons at the four. And Joel and B at the five. When you have, it's a good lineup. If they actually, yeah, it's a good lineup for what they got now. But if you late later in the game when they start actually tinkering with the lineup, you'll notice that you know um, Ben Simmons transitions to the point guard. That's a mismatch for a lot of players in the league. It is because he he has the speed. He has the, you know he plays good defense. He has the height. Don't forget the height. He has that big height advantage. But also, it's also a mismatch at the four, too. Because you're playing against... Most of the time, you're playing against picture people at the four. People who can't keep up with you. You may have that one night when you have a good defender who's going up against you. But it's easy sometimes to get by or help other people get open. And that's where Ben Simmons' game is. Because he doesn't have that great <laughs> jump shot. He d- doesn't have a jump shot. Hopefully, he'll get there. But because he can drive... Well, he has an NBA jump shot. He has a good enough jump shot to be an NBA. I wouldn't even say that. So we have a better jump shot than he does? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then I'm going to try out. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not why he's there. He's a good rebounder. He's a good assist person. And he's good around facilitator. the rim. Facilitator. There you go. There you go. Facilitator. He's good around the rim. He's working on his jump shot. He'll get there one day. I'm pretty sure of that. But right now, for You just got to trust the process. There you go. For the skills he has now, you rely on that. Markel... I mean, he's not looking good, so good right now. But like I said, he's dealing with injuries. It could change if he's healthy. As far as I'm concerned, maybe they should hold him out for a little while because we're not really expecting much from the 76ers this year. They're 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 a team of the future. They, I, I I don't know. Maybe maybe need a, a superstar. They have to. They they need a superstar to like get them over the hump. They have to. I okay. They're <laughs> homegrown superstars. I understand that, but I think they need like an outside superstar or at least maybe a better better coach. I don't know. It's, it's just about something. Attract, but I don't think they have that market to attract somebody. They have. Niverson was there. Yeah, how long like, ago was that? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But I'm saying 76ers has just a great history. People would, you know, they talk about the Celtics and the Lakers and the Knicks. It's but 76 is oh, and the Pistons as well. But 76ers has great history. It's a tragedy that Philadelphia has been terrible for so long. I know. The only so be- the best thing that's coming out of Philly right now is baseball, and that's the Nationals. And that's barely anything. (laughs) The Eagles. The Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles is doing good this year. This year? What happened to the years before that? We're not going to talk about football. Um, Let's go Patriots. (laughs) Uh, The Patriots like the Warriors. I'm sorry. Get out. Just just get out. I'm just saying. Go somewhere. Um, (laughs) But they're a future team, as we all know. They're not the win-now team, but as long as their players keep developing, they'll be in a good position in the future, which is what they were planning for, I guess you can say. Well, they're still tanking. They're strategically uh, tanking. Well, it's hard to tank now. They did change that process. They're still going to tank. 
Philadelphia, for some reason, is still going to get at least top five. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But let's go on to some rumors. Rumors around the NBA, which is Eric Bledsoe. He sent out a cryptic tweet saying, I want to be out of here. And then when management or uh, ownership approached them, he said, nah, nah, I was in a, I was in a, a hair salon. I was in a, a hair salon with my girl. I just wanted to be out of here. But we all know what that really means. He wants to be out of the Suns. He is not happy. I would want to be out of the hair salon too. You know, not, not to take knocks out. Oh, no, 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 no. But <laughs> no need to tweet it. You know what I mean? Hey, sometimes you're bored and you don't know what to do. <laughs> I guess he wanted to see what kind of... Maybe he wasn't really looking to be traded. And he's like, you know what? Might as well think about it now if the whole media want to talk about it. But some possible posi- uh, places. I think the, the Knicks is a possibility. Um... The Clippers. The Clippers. I want to say the Clippers, but I wasn't too sure about it. Or, you know, DeAndre Jordan said out loud that we should trade for him. I can't say the Clippers are interested, but they are sources that multiple teams are interested. Not all those teams were named, but they were saying multiple teams were interested. (laughs) We're going on with the Knicks. Do you think Eric Blussell to the Knicks would be a great uh, uh, number two or number one to Porzingis? And do you think the Knicks should even trade for him with all the players they got and the their process, their process for the future? Now, if, if, and if this is correct part, if Eric Bledsoe has more years than just one, if this is not like the last year of his contract, if he has maybe like two years. At least two or three? Yeah. Then mm-hmm. I think the Knicks should trade for him. Only so basically they would do like four? a Carmelo situation, trade. Then he could just end up leaving or just pay so much for him and you being in yeah, a like hump if, again. If, if it's worth it. If, he, if you could get a commitment out of him saying he'll sign sign on next year or something like that, then I think it's worth it. The trade, to trade for Eric Bledsoe is worth it. Because he's a good... Point guard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not to cut you off, mm-hmm. but wouldn't that kind of be reminiscent to the Carmelo trade? Because look how much... Because granted, Eric Bledsoe is a superstar. Yeah. Or he could be a... He's a good player. But I he's a star. Say, I won't even say star. I would say he's a good well, player. Well, I think he's a star, right? But for the Suns to give him up, their best player, they're going to want something. And you think, like I said, it's reminiscent to what the Knicks gave up for Melo. But at the same time, they lost leverage when they when um, Eric Bledsoe said he didn't want to be there anymore. So it kind of put them in a situation where like, oh, we got to get this guy out of here. But now everybody knows we got to get this guy out of here. So whatever we could have gotten is... But then again, he's uh, he's paid to play. They don't have to. I mean... Yeah, they don't have to, but if... How does that lose leverage or anything? Of course he wants to leave, but they could take forever to into the trade de- de- deadline to let him go. You're right. But in the situation of, you know, a player announcing, like when Paul George announced, if it, if it stayed private and nobody knew, like, we have to get rid of Paul George... You have the cards on your table to say, uh, what would you give like us? Like the Kyrie situation? Because that was yeah. supposedly private and exactly. somebody leaked that. It's it's easier for me to say, hey, like, I got this. Let's let's just say, you know, let's apply this technology. Yo, I got this Note 8. What you willing to give give me for it? At that point, you probably offer me a whole lot just because you think it's really valuable. You but know what's better? Me, say Note 7 before we all knew we were going to explode. There you go. There you go. If you, you know, if you know I got something that's very valuable, but to me, I got to get it out of my hands, it's different. It's a different leverage system. I, I, okay, I understand you, that now. Like you said, you feel like he's a superstar. There's a lot of te- other teams out there that may feel like that. So it's kind of like if they came to the table, it was like, hey, what would you do? We give, what would you give us if we gave, wanted to give you Eric Bledsoe? Then they might they might be like, like, oh, I'll give you my yeah, whole put, team. Yeah, we'll give but you now like knowing this. that he wants to leave, now the Suns like, are desperate. Like, okay, I see your standpoint yes. there. They're desperate enough to say, listen, we just want this guy out. He has a tox. He's becoming toxic, and we know he's not gonna stay with us after the end of this year. But wh- whatever team he goes to has to be a team that is uh, appealing for him, and that he will actually want to stay and resign for the next couple of years. And I'm not sure. If they will get his bird rights. In a trade situation? In a trade situation? I believe they should. I think they might, which actually helps them when it comes to the luxury tax. Which is another reason why people might also just suggested him going to the Cavs, which, I mean, why at this point? The Cavs don't need to trade for nobody else right now. The Cavs should just stay where they got, just wait till IT comes back, which I think when he comes back, let's see. 
if if you get the right IT. If you get the right IT. Pre-injury IT. Hopefully. 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 But if you watch some, I mean, not going to the Cavs, but there actually been some videos circulating the internet of him shooting around. He looks pretty good. I know it's his hip that actually messes up a lot of his game because his game is really changing directions the last second, uh, changing shot midair. We'll know by Christmas. That's when he supposedly comes back. That's the timetable. They're facing the Warriors this Christmas again, right? Mm-hmm. That's going to be a very interesting game. That's going to be their first game to, uh, they face against each other. Yeah, this year? Yeah. Yeah. I, if, I don't think he'll play in that game. Why, why not? If, even if he's able to, if that was like for his first game, I don't think they'll bring him back for that game. Oh, if it's his first game, no, he probably he might come off the bench. Or if he does start, he probably would. He probably won't get less than 20 minutes. You know, and then quickly put in D Rose because we know that's going to be a very intense game. Mm-hmm. At least, or at least it should be. But Steph Curry, I mean, is he's he really not, a defensive it's not, presence? It's not, it's not the. It's not more of the like you know who's defending him or something like that. It's more so that's going to be an intense game because you know everybody's going to come out and play their hardest. Of course, and, you know for his first game. You, they kind of want to work him back oh. into it, so I don't think you know you, we're, we're going to put him in the game with the most magnitude. But we see the we see the play, and he wants to play, and we all know it has heart. Yeah, me personally, I, I wouldn't put him put him in into that game. But let's see, he might be projected to come back earlier. Yeah, if he comes back earlier, then you know power to put him. him a couple if, more games. I, if, if that was his first game, I wouldn't be. I, I wouldn't put him in it. <laughs> but before we uh close on the uh, Eric Bledsoe chapter, I uh, think the Knicks should trade for him. You only think the Knicks should trade for him? Only with a commitment. Well, only with a commitment. Yeah. You think they should get some draft picks or just the players they have now? I would try for players they have now because they need their draft picks. They need the future, yeah. Like, that kid they traded for this year, I, I wouldn't care if they traded him. Frank. Oh, um, Frank. the the rookie. Yeah. Frank, I, his last name starts with an N, but from Quantz, yes. He's actually injured, so he may not be, not crazy injured, not like a season-ending injury. But he'll lose appeal in the trade market, trading block, which would kind of suck because you just got him and you're like, yeah, I'm trading him, and nobody really believes in him. Just like we didn't believe in Porzingis, so I, I don't know. I, Porzingis, I don't know God, can you exactly. say his name right? Porzingis, exactly. God. Right, you're right. Thank you, Chris. That's right. Porzingis, God. You're right. I'm not a Knicks fan, but I have to give respect where respect is due. <laughs> just saying, I really wish the Knicks are better these upcoming years. I really hope so. So I can actually attend the game. <laughs> I remember the last time I went to the Knicks game. When was that? 1996? It wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. <laughs> it wasn't fun. Was that when Mari was playing? Yes. Yeah, the franchise? Was when Amari was there. And Carmelo was there. I said I, I could have sworn I said Marbury. Oh, never mind. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But if it was Amari, then that was, what, 2010? Or 20, so, depending before or after that. The last time I went to the Knicks game... That was when my fiance first was, we were coming around here, and we were hanging out. Took her to a Knicks game, and it was Spurs versus Knicks, and the Spurs blew them out. But it was so bad that we fell asleep during the game. Oh my! It was that was in the second quarter too. You know how bad that was? Like it was the blowout was that bad that we fell asleep in Madison Square Garden. The blowout was that bad. I think you could have got floor seats without paying for it. You know? I think everybody left. Like, I want to say that was either the year after they got mellow or probably when they actually traded for Well, them. they got mellow for 2010, I believe, if I remember correctly. Around the same time LeBron left. It was, it was terrible. It was terrible. Well, I hope the Knicks trust their process and they do better. They ain't got no process. James Dolan is a, is a stooge. James Jordan needs to sell the team. He already has. He's already dealing with the Rangers. He's not. A, he's not a Knicks fan. He's not. A, he's not a businessman. He, he's, he's. He's a retard. He's not taking. Whoa, 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 that's not. That's a little too. Those, those words are a little offensive. He's dumb. That's much better. <laughs> you know, I like stupid. James Jordan, if you listen to this, you need to give up the Knicks. Okay, give it to up. somebody who will actually do something good with he them. He messed up with Phil Jackson. He messed up. First of all, he told Phil Jackson, "You have the reins," and then he's like, "Nah, you don't." And then he went. Then he did all these cryptic messages, and he wouldn't be playing music. 
instead of supporting his team. The atmosphere was just toxic. And then how you how you take out a legend, Charles Oakley? That was that was disrespectful. And then they banned him from MSG. And then they tried to trade Porzingis. Our only hope. If I was Porzingis, let trade me. He probably would do so much better somewhere else. I mean, he'll do great now. But I'm saying the atmosphere, you know. You want to play with a team that actually propels you to greater heights. And you're just having fun. Like LeBron. When you keep going back to LeBron. But like when he played in the Heat, that was like the happiest we've seen a team publicly. I mean, we don't know what's going behind for all we know, the San Antonio Spurs are very happy. They just don't smile. I mean, the happiest team in the league is clearly the Golden State Warriors. Okay, on that note, we're going to end this podcast. <laughs> if you guys... <laughs> no, I'm seriously going to end it because I'm tired of this guy. <laughs> if you guys like the music on the intro and the outro, uh, let us know. Uh, we, should, we can also put you in our next audio. And before, I got to give a little shout out to my man James III. He's coming out with a new project with Z-Dog. They also got music on Spotify, which you need to check out. It's called Sippin' on Z and J. Great, phenomenal, phenomenal music. It's a great list in lyrics, beats, everything. I listen to that almost all the time, honestly, when I'm working. It's making me think about coming a rapper. Yeah. That's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, follow us on IG, on Facebook. Uh, you already found us on SoundCloud. Let us know what you would like to hear next. Comment, leave us a like, share it with your friends. You know, this is a great listen, you know, with family. We like to keep it family friendly. Or yeah. friendly family. Or friendly family. You know, I hate this guy sometimes, but we have fun. But we have fun all the time. This is uh, something we love to do. We want to share it with the community. We want your opinions. Let us know if you like us. If you're not like us, well, we're going to keep doing it, though. If you don't like us, we don't like you. And if you like us, we like you. No, we sometimes. love you. We love sometimes. you. No, we like you sometimes. <laughs> I don't want you to get too happy. But as always, God is always first. God is always good. And stay, what is it, John? Chili. Stay chilly. Chili. <laughs> stay frosty, guys. Stay frosty. Until the next time. Wake me up, but don't wait for me. I take that love and that hate for me. Give you grins, so don't take for me. I got a knack for it. Shit came natural, ain't gotta act for it. Dream different, so my scene different. Seem different, or you my machine different. See my shine, so your gleam missing. Vision and effect, so I'm seeing distance. Didn't make the circle, so I seem distant. Mind yours, nigga, and I mean business. Got a nigga stuck in the matrix. Cause a nigga destined for greatness. So my option, red pill, or you ain't shit. Mental can't wait.